1 Samuel 13, and I'm going to read from verse 1. I'm le- reading from the New Living Translation, aside to verse 6 that I used ESV. Three days later, when David and his men arrived home at their town of Ziklag, they found the Amalekites had made a raid into the Negev and Ziklag. They had crushed Ziklag and burned it to the ground. They had carried off the women and children and everyone else, but without killing anyone. When David and his men saw the ruins and realized what had happened to their families, they wept until they could weep no more. David's two wives, Ahinoam from Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal from Carmel, were among those captured. And David was greatly distressed. For the people spoke of stoning him, because all the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Then he said to Abiathar the priest, bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought it. Then David asked the Lord, should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? And the Lord told him, yes, Go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. I want to encourage somebody tonight. And for the next few minutes, if you'd allow me, I want to just inspire and encourage somebody tonight through the Word of God with a message entitled, Surely Recover. It's good to know that things are going to get better. But if God gives you a surely, you shall recover. I like hearing those kinds of things, amen? Okay, so I'm a grace preacher. So every time I, I preach, every time I speak ako bisan sa Old Testament, I always see the picture of grace. I always see among a way sang Dios, especially in the perspectives of the finished work of Christ, the redemptive work. Here in this story, we see a very similar or a similitude of what was the reality of David and his men when they had lost everything. And then God swoops in and saves the day and says, everything that was taken from you will be once again recovered or everything will be restored. So in synopsis, relating sa atong message or sa atong text and relating to the Christian walk, there are three truths in the Christian walk and that's what I'm about to uh, talk about sa atong text subong. And the three truths go like this. Number one, the right path is not immune to problems. So, pag-alagad mo sa Diyos, if you're thinking, oh, when I serve God, maalagad mo sa Diyos, wala na ako problema from here on end. I'm sorry, let me just burst your bubble. I apologize for offending you, but serving God does not mean wala ka na sa problema. You're not immune to persecution and trials and tribulations. In fact, the Bible says, in this world, you shall have tribulation. The difference between the world in us has nothing to do with whether we have tribulations or not. It has something to do with whether we have God on our side or not. Okay? So, the right path is not immune to problems. Number two, ultimately, you are responsible for yourself. Now, I will talk about this more in detail as we go on. When I say ultimately, you're responsible for yourself, it means at the end of the day, your journey, your success, your, 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 how you feel, how you experience God is ultimately up to you. I am here to help. The church is here to help. All parts of ministry, they're here to help. But at the end of the day, ikaw ang dictate. 
sa imo kagalingon nga personal experience or sa imo personal nga journey. Number three, no dilemma is permanent. And I like this part because this is the redemptive part. When you have God on your side, everything will find its proper place and its proper time. Now, 1 Samuel 13 and 1, notice here that David just came back to Ziklag. Dinang Ziklag. Ziklag is a border town in Philistine territory down south. It is actually a Philistine territory. And it's fascinating because for David, he really wasn't supposed to be, you know, he could pass by them. He was supposed to conquer them. But David also made some mistakes in his life. Just because you are a man after God's own heart does not mean wala kaniya Does not mean that all of your actions are already perfect. See, I, I think this is one of the many uh, miscalculations of David. And I'll show you later on kung nga anig But when he was in Ziklag, this is actually Philistine territory. Ano ganing Philistines, ah? Mga kunta, inisang Israel. In fact, si Goliath ka kuntra, was actually also a Philistine. He was from Gath, but he was represented in the Philistine army because Gath is a Philistine territory. Now, ang kuntra sang Israel ka Judah is actually... Philistines, kagang mga territories around them, kag Amalekites. So, Amalekites, kagang Philistines, they're also clashing. Now, watch this. Instead of David going into the Philistines, defeating King Achish, well, Pastor, he has only 600 men, but that was the promise supposed to be for his life. What David did was for 14 months, he started playing politics. Okay, so instead nga directly dagunya ang mga kontraya, nagpasakay-sakay siya di sa amuning country, nagpaanod-anod naman siya sa amuning. So if, if, if you watch this, what happened here is, nga agin bayaan ni David ang iya, nga mga, ang iya family, kagang family sa iya mga tinawo dito sa Ziklag, you know why? Because he joined Achish, King Achish, sa isa kagera up north. That was th- three days away. So pag-abot nila ni David dito, wala man sila ganigin pa-entra sa gera. They were not allowed to join the fight. Because the king was somewhat insecure, probably doubtful of David's allegiances. So siling ni King Agish, mas mayo pa. Hindi na siya pagpaintra hindi sa ito kay base, samtang nag-aaway, tadi sa kontrataliputon ka ni David. So ginpapuli na lang si David, kagang niya 600 ka mighty warriors. Now watch this. These men are mighty warriors. First Samuel in 30 is at the tail end of David's ministry. This is at the tail end sang iyang before he became king. Did you know that after this, this is for Samuel 30, sa 31, si Saul na patay na. Sa 1, gina-arrange, sa 2 Samuel 1, kaya sa 31 of 1 Samuel, sa 2 Samuel chapter 1, gina-arrange ng iya entry into Jerusalem to be the king of Israel. So watch this. This was actually at the very end. Watch. The promise to David's life was to become king when he was just a shepherd. Right? He was not doing anything. He was not in a military campaign. And then he was uh, called by God to become the next king. He defeated the giant, etc., etc. And from that point until now, watch this, guys. This was the entire journey of David until the fulfillment sang promise sang Dios kabuhi. But here's the fascinating part. For 14 months, quiet moments life ni David. He never consulted God. He never. Psalm. In fact, mabasa natin karon ng ifod din padala niya halin kay Abiathar. Pero sa unang atutusunod dalan niya galing pa matay ni Saul ang mga priest. 
nakapalag you see a biathlon na makita natin na karon we'll go there one step at a time so just to create this passage just so you will understand David was actually in Ziklag sojourn not just sojourning there but stationed there when he wasn't supposed to be now watch this he was actually if you look at it kung nagintra siya actually kay King Achish he would be fighting against his own now let me tell you something Usually troubles come because we have not predetermined where to stand. Watch this. Sometimes we try to serve the Lord from the wrong side. Where you decide to stand is more important than what you do. Again, where you decide to stand. Now, God understands. We're going to fail sometimes. We're going to make mistakes. Pero kung diin ka nagatindog, this is where I am. I am a child of God. You have to determine right now where you are supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be with the enemy. I'm not supposed to be holding his hand and helping him out defeat Israel because Israel wants to kill me. And now I'm with the enemy. I'm not supposed to play politics. I'm supposed to stand with the word of God. See, sometimes we have enough of Christ to be saved and enough of the world to be miserable. The misery in David's life has never been because of the promise. The miseries in David's life has never been because of the promise. The promise that was given to him will be attacked. But the miseries of David's life, ang tanan halos ng problema sa life ni David, naghalin every time. Watch this. Every time. He had had to do things on his own. I'm going to preach to you right now straight from my heart. The church of God should be the church of God. The world should be the world and the church should be the church. You have to decide right now. Choose this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, I saw this quote on Facebook. Just bear with me. We're going to get there. Christ is not just Savior. He is also Lord. When we are in this journey, you need to determine as soon as you can that Jesus Christ is not just Savior. He is also Lord or He is also the Master of your life. He is the one that dictates everything in your life. Now, look at this. I'm going to paint a picture for the next few minutes. They had carried off the women and children, everyone else, but with, without killing anyone. Meaning, when David and his men saw the ruins and realized what had happened to their families, look, look, look. They wept until they could weep no more. Have you ever seen someone who has wept or cried until they could cry no more. Look at this picture. This is a picture of 600 warriors. Din sila halin. Halin sila sa north where they were about to fight a battle. They probably have their swords in their scabbard. They probably have their armor and their shields on their backs ready to fight. But this man started crying until they could cry no more. I'm not saying but here is the moment where 600 men, you know what, what's so fascinating to me is this, when their uh, people were taken, right, kung ikaw ang in a situation and you were a mighty warrior, ready to fight, 
You know, ang, kung basahon yung mighty men of David, basahan nyo bila sa Bible, ang mighty men of David, ang mga accomplishments nila. There's a soldier there called Benaya who has killed giants and killed hundreds if not a thousand men on his own on a lentil field. Just because he refused to, to, to give up a lentil field a patch of land, saying, Lord, if, you, if, if you're going to be with me, I'm going to fight them. And he refused to back down from hundreds of soldiers in front of him, and he destroyed all of them by himself, and he did not give an inch of ground. He was there. There are warriors in David's, uh, in David's camp that have defeated giants and have destroyed armies, just a couple of them. This group of men are not just outlaws. This group of men are mighty warriors. In fact, the Bible says they gathered and cried together until they could cry no more. They wept until they could not weep no more. Watch this, guys. If it was me, what I would do probably, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going to show you why they did that. Why I think they started acting, why mighty warriors started acting like little kids. You know why they did that? If it was me. If I saw that, the first thing I would do is run out and get them back. Come on. You run out and you try to get them back. But still, what they did was they chose, they'd rather have a pity party as of the moment and wallow in their misery and feel sorry for themselves. Pastor, you want to know why? Because this is the culmination of a long time of being outlaws. Watch this. As that moment, their reaction of picking up stones and wanting to stone David is not an instant reaction. It is the culmination of the victories and the frustrations. May gamay nga victory, tapos mas dako naman nga frustration. May gamay naman nga victory, tapos mas dako naman nga frustration. Watch this. As soon as they followed David, they picked up their families out of Israel. They became outlaws. Watch. And then ang ending, sinimunin yung culmination, kay manughari na si David sa next nga chapter. Ang culmination sinimunin is this. It seems like Everything you've worked hard for, everything that you put your life, your blood, sweat, and tears, all of your energy placed into this dream. And now all of a sudden, you are met with another trial. And all of a sudden, you are met with tragedy. And it seems like there was no way for them to get out of this mess this time. It feels like kanugon sang tanan ngagit pangapudlayan ko. Now this, them picking up stones is not an instant reaction. It was a culmination of all the frustrations. Amutungan nag pity party na sila. But let me tell you something, guys. When that moment comes and it comes, when you've tried and tried and tried and tried and it did not work, don't give up, don't quit, don't have a pity party. Pick yourself up and keep on going. We are about to recover. The Bible says we shall. Pity parties will only drain you of strength, but it will never rejuvenate. I'm giving you the leeway, but I guarantee you that attitude is not going to take you anywhere. You're not even going to feel good about yourself. But did you know what? What would have happened when they saw that and they just went, these are mighty men. But even the best men sometimes, may sukdulan ang makaya lang batunon sa ngadunhar. 
on our own. Gaabot kita sa point nga masiling ka, Lord, ginimo ko na tanan, do wala git go work, ginimo ko na tanan, it seems like I'm always failing, it seems like nothing is working for me, what am I gonna do next? Let me tell you, that is the moment when God is about to swoop in and to show Himself strong. Kirk, listen to me, it's not the end of your story, you shall recover. So David's two wives, Ahinoam from Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal from Carmel, who were among those captured. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. Siguro sa tanan ng ministry kag life ni David, amun siguro pinaka lowest point niya. Because he was just playing his harp. He would have just said, God, field. I was quite contented singing to my sheep. And one day, I'm just going to go find and marry me, a young Jewish gal, and have children, and we'll all watch sheep, and we'll play our harps, and sing our songs to you, and have a good life. That's it. I'm good with this, God. Lord, You see, God, the moment you encourage me to take this step, look at where I am now. Armed with a dream, armed with a vision. He saw the giant. He vanquished the giant. He did nothing wrong. He fulfilled the purpose of God in his life. And then the king, King Saul, tried to kill him. Took away his wife. Married his wife to another man. Tapos he was running away like an outlaw. What was his sin? His only sin was being too blessed. What was the fault of David? His fault was having the vision of God and the dream of God in his life. His fault was his dream was greater than the dream of another. His fault was his destiny was brighter than another. And so the other one got jealous of him and wanted to kill him. And he became a vagabond running around. May mga little victories si David here and there. May mga natumba man siya, may mga defeats. Victories here and there. May mga opportunities. Nga patiyo na si Saul, wala patay twice, kid. Ginsunod niya as much as he can. Amun ni siguro isa sa pinaka-lowest point ni David. Like again, this is 1 Samuel 30. 1 Samuel 31, patay na si Saul. 2 Samuel chapter 1, masulud niya prepare na. Si Ishbosheth, gini mo na king, manugsulod na si Jerusalem to take over, to be, to fulfill, to, to consummate, to manifest the destiny God has for him. Ara na si David sa precipice, sa pinakapunta. Did he know that? No. Watch this, guys. I believe that situation was designed to make him quit. Because he was probably just a few moments away from everything that God has planned and desired for him. One moment, one moment of quitting and giving up, it would have been the end of himself. That's why ang tao na lang na bilin para siya is his men, his loyal warriors. And they were already picking up stones to try to stone him. That was the lowest David could have ever been. Because all the people were, people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. He was not strengthened by his men. He strengthened himself in the Lord. Watch this, guys. 14 months, never wrote a song, never consulted a prophet. 14 months, and all of a sudden, David realized, I did it on my own, and I failed bad at it. I tried to do it on my own capacity. I became political. I tried to align myself with all the other kingdoms, and I failed miserably. 
But David strengthened himself in the Lord. Remember my second point earlier when I told you, bad things will happen. Trials will come, but ultimately, it is your own responsibility that stands in that way. Didn't you, church? It is not my fault if you're not on fire for God. It is not my fault if you're not entertained. It is not the church's fault if you are bored. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. Listen, kung hindi ka magsimba, kay may hipokrito sa church, I promise you, listen to me. Listen to me, mas may pa mangita ka lang ibang church para mabuhina ng hipokrito din. Kakatutagan sa church kay chismosa pa ta. Kakatutagan sa church kay kapinutig pa ta. Kakatutagan sa church kay kakadepress pa ta. Kakatutagan sa church kay hindi takaya sa aton kogalingon. That's why we are. It's your responsibility guys. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. So if everything you do fails, you look at yourself, I'm a total failure. All those sacrifices that I did in the past, it means nothing anymore. Is this even worth pursuing? Is the dream that you planted in my heart, is it still worth running after? And if I did this, Lord, will you be with me? Will I catch it? Look at what the word of the Lord said. Pursue. Yes, you will surely recover. Church, let me tell you something. I'm not going to take long anymore. Wherever you may be, whatever you may be going through, I know pain comes. Questions come. Trials arise. Left and right things happen. There will be moments when we wallow in the muck, in the mire of our depression. There will be times that the anxiety drowns out the praise. There will be moments that the frustration cripples your faith. There will be times that the Nagging voices of defeat seem to become the blemish that mocks you every day of your life. There will be times when the feeling of weakness becomes a crippling thought and a dilemma that wants to bring you down. But I am telling you, I am encouraging you, strengthen yourself in the Lord. Something is about to happen. Surely you shall recover. God didn't call you to fail. When he called you, he was certain that what he began in you, he is faithful, faithful to complete.